Today's swap of number is four. That's the number of new BOD members elected for 2021. On the show today, we talked to each of them about their background, what drove them to run for office, and what they hope to accomplish in their time on the board. While we did the same podcast last year, we feel it's important that the membership get a chance to hear from their reps and learn a little bit about those who they've elected. And hopefully encourage a few more people to get involved next time around. Right. I'd also like to mention that we recorded this podcast during their first couple days on the board, which happened to be the day that the company issued 1,221 warn notices. So don't be surprised if you hear a little bit about that during this podcast. Southwest 533, turn left heading 230, and left, clear takeoff. Left turn heading 230, clear for takeoff, 31 left, southwest 533. I'm Amy Robinson. And I'm Kurt Heidemann. And here's our interviews with Darren Black from Baltimore, Chris Davis from Oakland, LA Rep Mike Callahan, and Atlanta Rep Chris Tackle. Okay, uh, welcome. Can you give us a quick bio? Sure, Amy. Uh, I'm Darren Black. I'm a Baltimore first officer. Uh, Transitioned to Southwest in April of 2012. So I've been here a little over eight and a half years, and I'm currently the outgoing chair of the Swap and Strike Preparedness Committee. Uh, Darren, how long were you on the SPC, and and what was your role uh, there besides chairman? I initially joined uh, late in 2015 as one of the core or national uh, members responsible for a lot of the planning and so forth of the uh, the immediate picketing events that were to, to occur in early and mid-2016, and uh, maintained that role through 2016. And the inaugural chairman, uh, Captain Ray Plummer, wanted to, uh, after a very, very busy 2015 and 2016, he was looking to step back from the chairman role. And I had the experience of serving as a, a strike preparedness committee chairman at Airtran in the, in the past. So he asked if I'd be interested in stepping forward, and I and I accepted the uh, the new role as chairman of the Swap of Strike Preparedness Committee in early 2017. Well, Darren, I just want to say uh, on behalf of SWAPA and the NC, uh, I know that it was a lot of work that the SPC did. So uh, we haven't had the, the committee on a podcast yet. So I just want to say thank you for everything that you you and your committee have done. Oh, sure. Absolutely, Kurt. And uh, the uh, Strike Preparedness Committee is just really an incredible team. And it's it's just it's been a really, uh, really a privilege to work with those guys and certainly appreciate you, uh, you recognizing that. What made you want to run for office? Well, I've been in touch with Tom Bake throughout the years, being also a Baltimore pilot. I really enjoyed the strike preparedness committee work as more so during the really busy times. And certainly that work is, is very cyclical with the, uh, with the flow of contracts and negotiations and so forth. And uh, after talking to Tom and, and sort of learning about the process and having and DDR'd several times throughout the last few years to um, participate in some of the BOD meetings. You know, I was certainly intrigued by the position and and very aware of the uh, the workload to come, but I was just kind of looking for uh, a little bit more of an opportunity to contribute a little more year-round versus the during the cyclical times that I'm currently working, you know, working with. So definitely very, uh, very aware of what to expect and um, just really looking forward to an opportunity to to st- serve more steadily, if you will. So we're recording this during the December board meeting and uh, it, hot topic, of course, uh, the warn notices have come out just as uh, we've started recording this. But separating those, that that uh, event, is there anything that's really caught your eye uh, since you've 
been at SWAPA here as a board member, separate from the SBC, but as a board member in the last few days? Well, uh, you know, I think one of the one of the things that I, that has held my eye since probably around 2015 with the transition with SWAPA's transition to the 2.0 platform is that the continuity, the communication. It's very comforting to see that all of those elements are still in place, and the uh, the organization still holds the uh, the absolute confidence of the membership. And I I, th- I think that's a hallmark that's um, very familiar, and I'm I'm glad to see that's very well in place. Do you have any special projects or anything that you're hoping to accomplish while you're on the board? Well, I, I think uh, initially just kind of making it through these um, these tumultuous times, if you will, here with COVID, and obviously now the Warren letters have uh, have been distributed. So I think once we work through those, um, there's a couple uh, couple ways that as pilots we can sort of help ourselves, if you will, beyond just what the association does and so forth. And two of those um, avenues are the uh, pilot relief swap a pilot relief fund, and also the swap a pack, the political action committee that's administered, you know, via our government affairs committee. And I think those are two avenues that, um, you know, just with a very small uh, input on our part we can sort of control or help control the destiny of our careers and, and the quality of our careers with through the pack, And then also with the pilot relief fund, we could potentially build this fund up to where when, when pilots and their families do incur hardships, whether it's weather or, you know, disaster and so forth like that, that we could be in a position to, to help even more from that fund. So I think those two, those two funds that are sort of, um, you know, funded by and, and sort of controlled by pilots, helping pilots. I think those are, are two uh, very good avenues that for, a, you know, a, a relatively small um, contribution, we can really help one another out. So I, I think that's something down the road that, as I said earlier, we work through these sort of tumultuous and really busy times. But I think those are two items that would um, I'd like to see a greater participation in if we could if we could achieve that as a pilot group. All right. Uh, so to start with, Chris, give us a quick bio about yourself. Give us your name and, and where you are. Okay. Uh, my name is Chris Davis. I'm a Oakland FO. Uh, I got hired at Southwest about nine years ago or so. Um, I'm a 95,000 number, kind of the poolies uh, around the AirTran Air uh, timeframe. And I've been in Oakland uh, my whole time. I live up in Seattle, so I'm a commuter that, uh, that comes down to Oakland and kind of just a fly my line type of, type of pilot. So what made you run for office? Um, kind of interesting. Uh, a couple of people I really respected uh, in Oakland asked me to kind of run. Nobody ran. So I'm actually a, a write-in candidate. So it was a little bit of a grassroots push when, when nobody uh, stepped up to, to, to run. A couple of guys phoned me, called me and said, hey, let's, let's do a write-in campaign. And uh, yeah, it seemed like a pretty successful one. We had about 80% uh, of the votes and... Uh, yeah, I just really appreciate everybody writing in and supporting and the, the awesome words everybody's given me of encouragement. Yeah, I'd say that's actually pretty uh, pretty special that you had a write-in campaign and, and didn't result in the runoff. 80% is pretty respectable. Yeah, that is yeah. a good number, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, – trust me, I was just as much uh, shocked about it as anyone else. So it uh, it was kind of a quick flash to bang on um, getting the phone call to, to, to kind of do a impromptu campaign and, and, and go from there. Uh, so, Chris, you've, you've been on the board now for about three days, or you've been in Dallas for the board training for about three days. Uh, what has surprised you the most that our line pilots wouldn't know uh, if they hadn't been in the building? Um, for me so far, it's been all our subject matter experts. 
all the guys that are on these committees and the briefs that we have been getting, the fidelity, the numbers, the the granularity, the research, the 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 detail that those guys have given is just it's mind boggling how good they are. They really are world world class guys that we got working for us, guys and gals, I should say. Um, that's really been the the really interesting thing. And then probably the other thing is just uh, again, just my observation, just how good the board kind of interacts with everybody. You know, there's a lot of different ideas, but but it's very it's it's very it's a really good working relationship so far. And like I said, I've only seen a day or two of the board uh, in action, but it uh, it really feels like an organization that's really running on all cylinders. And is there anything in your term that you would like to accomplish? Any sort of project or program that you'd like to see increased, or or sort of a special thing near and dear to you? You know, honestly, right now, uh, I don't have any any special things that that I. I think so much with this COVID and, you know, they were recording this literally the day they, they announced uh, the 1200 furloughs to go out in April that just hit the street like two hours ago. So I think it's to have an agenda in this, in this kind of environment, I think it's going to be much more of a max flex, take it day by day. My biggest thing is just um, trying to get membership feedback and not have anything that has second or third or third order effects that we haven't thought about to present people with the options, the pluses, the minuses to both sides, and just kind of a, a systematic approach to to how to how do we make a decision? How do we go through the next year or two years? Because to, to be able to predict what's going to happen, I I really don't know. But but I'm I'm committed to having a good process. So give us a quick bio on yourself. Mike Callahan. I am uh, from Orange County, California. Grew up in Laguna Beach. How long have you been at Southwest? <clears throat> been at Southwest um, my, my 21st year. Oh, wow. Okay. Did you start in Oakland? Have you st- I mean, have you stayed in LA the whole time? I started, no, I started in Oakland for seven years. Upgraded to Chicago for a year. Displaced to Baltimore for a few months. And then uh, back to uh, Oakland. Mm-hmm. And then to Vegas when it opened and now LA, which is nice after. 20 years of commuting, get to uh, drive to work. It's nice. And so, Mike, what made you decide uh, after 21 years at Southwest to uh, run for office? Well, I did three of the uh, four pickets, and I was really impressed with how well SWAPA was put together now and, and the direction it was going. And then I'm also good friends with Chris Hall. He lives pretty close to me. Uh, hang out with him and I know Andrew as well. And uh, just talking to both of them, they're saying they need somebody and I do know a lot of the people there just because I've been there fairly long and, uh, you know, wanted to do my part other than carry a sign. So you've been, you've only had a couple of days of board training so far, but is there anything that you were surprised about or that you didn't know about that you, that you could tell the line pilots like that they didn't, that they wouldn't know? I do actually. I was telling Chris this last night that there's so many resources here at SWAPA that we don't know about. As a line, like I'm thinking, as a line pilot, I've been here 20 years. Didn't realize who you can call if you need something for um, going through any, you know, personal crisis or um, alcohol-related issues or health issues or anything really you need. You could, you could. There's somebody here that you can call and get get some kind of help, at least somebody to talk to, which can steer you in the right direction. Which it's nice to know that you have this in your back pocket that you can use any time of the day. 
And I, I think part of that training that they provide to the reps is, uh, and we need to get this message out more to our membership, is you know, your first line of defense, your first contact point is always the reps. And, and you, you as a rep can then help them navigate the SWAPA system. Uh, so, Mike, besides current events going on right now, are there any particular things that you want to accomplish during your time on the board? Uh, any special projects or any special uh, areas that you want to focus on? Well, that's a tough one, especially after today. But uh, like I was just talking about earlier, just education, telling the other guys what's, what's available if you need it, you know, especially if you get in some kind of trouble. Also with what's going on now, the current events, whether it's COVID or job-related, um, there's going to be a lot of uh, help needed in the forthcoming months. So it's nice to know that uh, there are people here ready to jump in to help. Yeah, and we have some really good resources like, you know, Project Lift and the HEMS program. And pretty much, you know, it, it, no matter what your issue is, there is like someone that you can get a hold of. And and I think Project Lift is a big, important thing right now, the the pilot-to-pilot resource of hearing, you know, and they ha- they can refer you as needed to get you whatever help you need. I think that's important too. Give us a quick bio. Uh, hey, my name is Chris Tackle uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, fully corporate, and uh, for most of my career, still do a little bit of that on the side, and uh, went to work for AirTran in uh, 2008, uh, and then transitioned to Southwest in 2015. And you actually were, you've been at SWAPA before. Tell us about yes, that. Yes, I was part of the uh, AirTran MEC, uh, actually an LEC rep uh, under ALPA, and worked on the transition from ALPA to SWAPA in 2014. And then was a board member uh, under SWAPA representing the AirTran pilots in Atlanta for the end of 2014. And then subsequently in 2015, I came back on board on the comm committee and was on that till about 20, 2017. So after all that time uh, for SWAPA and ALPA, what made you decide to run for uh, rep at this time? Uh, I got a phone call from Sean Sullivan, who I'd worked with over at ALPA AirTran, uh, and he was taking the VSP. And just out of the blue called me and asked me if I would have any interest uh, in coming back on board. And uh, with all of the ongoing issues, I said, absolutely, I'd love to. So, yeah, I was DDR'd and then uh, uh, talked to the wife and the family and decided to go ahead and run for a permanent BOD position. So you've been here before, so this question's a little bit of a, of a softball for you. But is there anything that you would tell the line pilots about SWAPA that they don't know already? The amazing staff uh, and and just the absolute uh, the hard work ethic and what everybody's doing behind the scenes that that the line pilots don't get to see, you know, it's just not readily available in their face to see how everything that goes on in this building is for them. So it, it, at times, pilots are like, where are my dues money's going? What you know, what's it? I don't ever see anything that they're doing. There's a lot going on, and so uh, that would be the takeaway for me. So in addition to uh, addressing the current events that we're, we're uh, dealing with in 2020 and 2021, uh, is there anything that you hope to accomplish uh, during your time on the board, or do you have any specific uh, areas of expertise you want to focus on? Well, for me, it's the representation of the pilots, uh, first and foremost. And so, uh, you know, when, when, when a pilot gets a, a call and has to be represented, that, that to me is the most uh, beneficial when you're the protection of the pilots. That's our number one job. Thank you to the new board members for their participation. We appreciate that they took the time to chat with us today and provide their thoughts. 
These pilots should be your go-tos for any representational issues or really any concerns you may have, and they all encourage you to reach out if you have any questions at all. If they don't have the answers, as they mentioned, we have plenty of resources at SWAPA, so they can definitely put you in touch with the right people. To find contact information for these guys or any board member, please visit SWAPA.org, where you can find a complete list of all domicile reps. And as a reminder, we love feedback. So if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, please give us a line at com at SWAPA.org. And finally, today's bonus number is 35.6. That's the percentage of pilots who voted in the 2020 fall general election. Your board and your execs represent the interests of more than 9,000 pilots when it comes to administering, protecting, and negotiating our CBA. Ensuring that your livelihood is protected should be important to all of us. So when the next election rolls around, please make sure your voice is heard and vote. Southwest 801, Midway Tower, runway 31 center, clear to land. Clear to land on Statue 1 Center, South 801.